Maintaining one's mental health during the ongoing pandemic is as crucial as containing the virus. Coronavirus pandemic has taken a heavy toll on all of us, including children. The kids cannot go outside, meet their friends or engage in activities which earlier kept them busy. All this accounts for feelings of increased irritability, restlessness and isolation. Faced with these sudden social barriers, young children are at risk of developing mental health problems. Closure of schools, zero playtime and this unprecedented crisis has caused big disruptions in their otherwise playful life. What started as an extended summer vacation for many children has now turned into a stressful phase of extreme boredom. Social isolation is a significant risk factor for stress, depression, anxiety, fear, worry and other negative thoughts. A new report has suggested that more than 3 million kids are at risk of developing mental health problems resulting from the current situation. Since young children are more emotionally vulnerable, it makes it equally important for parents to spot signs of trouble in the beginning. No one wants to see their child unhappy. On a positive note, you can help your child by recognizing the signs of stress and anxiety and teaching them healthy ways to deal with it. So how can you do it? We'll be discussing this on the show today. Hello everyone, you're listening to The Socially Desi Show, the podcast that motivates you to live, create and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. On our show, we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, entrepreneurship and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today, I'm joined by Bhumika Jain. She is a counseling psychologist, therapist, graphologist and an NLP practitioner. She holds a master's degree in counseling psychology from SNDT University, Mumbai. And she is associated with one of the reputed schools in India as the head counselor and LND. Hello, Bhumika. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Hi, Anurag. Thank you for such a beautiful introduction. I just wanted to thank you for such an amazing introduction and I'm very happy to share this platform with you. It's a great pleasure to be hosting you on the show today, Bhumika. And I believe uh, the episode that we are doing is at the right moment because of all this chaos happening uh, around schools not opening up, the exams of CBSEs being postponed again and again. So I believe our episode today would actually help a lot of parents and students uh, to, you know, uh, understand the dynamics which are going on and how they can deal with their stress and anxiety. Yes, definitely, because such uncertainty is there within the children and the parents. So there are a lot of situations where, you know, parents don't know what to say. Children don't understand what they're trying to say. So I think this is an amazing show where we can uh, educate the parents and the children as well, how they can go about it in such pandemic situation. I mean, that is what we, you know, uh, aspire to uh, provide our audience with all the information and knowledge, uh, you know, that you possess. So, Bhumika, uh, to everyone out there who, uh, you know, doesn't know more about you, why don't you introduce yourself uh, to our audience? Yeah. So, uh, I would like to say that my journey has been quite delightful and interesting mm -hmm. and definitely fun till now. And I believe that uh, the way we take care of our physical health, mm -hmm. physical health, means the health that can be seen and observed very well we should also take care of our mental health in the similar way true right this is one of the uh, you know belief system that i truly 
truly agree with yeah and secondly uh, i would like to share very interesting fact with you mm-hmm. so uh, where i am currently you know i would like would like to tell you that uh, once i once i was studying psychology mm-hmm. right and people were asking me what what is that you do you know so a lot of us doesn't have an awareness or understanding of what mental health is right so i told them i'm pursuing psychology and their reaction would be or their statements that i have mostly heard were uh, would you like to make any guess <laughs> oh um, <laughs> they must be saying like oh you you know uh, you deal with mental people correct yeah you have just said it very in a very you know beautiful manner but yeah the simple statement would be acha aap pagal ke doctor ho kya pagalon ko treat karte ho so this was the most funny and at the same time very hurtful statement that i heard and secondly uh, the other statement was oh then tell me what's going in my mind i want to know everything can you just judge me and can you read my mind so these are the two frequent statements that i've heard very often right right so i just want to tell everyone out here that psychologists are someone who cannot read minds <laughs> true yeah yeah i don't blame anyone for that because when i was young even i used to think acha aap sab koi mera dimag pad sakte hain Hmm. So I'm not blaming anyone, but I think it's just that there is lack of awareness. So people don't know what exactly psychologists do. Hmm. And uh, in terms of my career, I would like to say that currently I am dealing. I deal with students. Hmm. I deal with children. I deal with uh, pre-primary children, all the age groups, teenage, and young adults also. Okay. But my expertise would be. Uh, teenage counseling or adolescent counseling for that matter and i deal with people who are going through depression anxiety anger management self esteem issues right how children they start doubting themselves right and they bash out lot of times mm-hmm. that's one of the thing and confidence building and also the relationship which doesn't have any age that relationship should be i should be into a relationship at, at any particular age so i think it's at a very young age people get into relationships so that's also one of my key area okay so uh, you know you rightly said that people don't understand what a counseling psychologist is so what exactly is the difference mm-hmm. between a counseling psychologist or you know uh, someone uh, like a psychiatrist so a psychiatrist is someone who can prescribe medications mm-hmm. if if uh, for any mental illness and psychologist are the one who cannot prescribe any medication but they have the right and they have the authority to provide therapies okay. so that's the very basic difference uh, between a psychologist and psychiatrist okay okay all right so uh, i mean somebody can go to a counseling psychologist and uh, you know uh, they can do a therapy session but at the end of the day if uh, there's a medicine involved or some sort of a medication Uh, which needs to go uh, in that therapy so that you cannot subscribe that right yes then we refer that client or mm-hmm. the person to the psychiatrist okay okay all right all right so i hope uh, people uh, here got some idea about you know what is the basic difference and also uh, i would like to ask uh, like for example a counseling psychologist what is like the minimum uh, uh, professional criteria for someone to be a counseling psychologist so uh, that person needs to have a masters degree okay. it's just doing bachelors uh, a pass course or a bsc mm-hmm. the we, they cannot you know perform any therapy 
or they cannot deal with clients on one on one basis okay they can obviously help the other senior psychologists they can intern mm-hmm. but they need to have a masters degree all right all right and uh, remember guys we are talking about uh, stress and anxiety especially uh, in children these days and how parents can actually help their children to get out of uh, this situation uh, together you know so uh, bhumika why don't you uh, tell us the basic difference between uh, a stress uh, and anxiety because i guess a lot of people they uh, correlate uh, these terms and sometimes even though they are not anxious or maybe they are not stressed out but you know they interchange the whole meaning so uh, let's let's give our audience a clarity in these two terms all right so stress and anxiety i think these are the two terms that we have heard a lot during the pandemic especially mm-hmm. during the pandemic so stress is something that is typically caused by an external trigger mm-hmm. and that trigger can be short term right okay. is it too technical i will simplify it anyways mm-hmm. so uh, and stress it actually disappears after the stressful situation is over okay and whenever we are stressed we are always aware what we are stressed about that's a very basic uh, information about stress that i would like to put it out mm-hmm. right and people who experience stress so there there can be physical symptoms there can be mental uh, symptoms as well uh, that could be such as anger irritability digestive issues trouble in sleeping etc okay so these are the basic symptoms for stress right mm-hmm. then comes another term which is anxiety so anxiety is something that is not always easy to figure out okay so uh, for example if i am getting stressed that i have an exam mm-hmm. that i need to give tomorrow once i'm done with my exam and uh, the examination is over i will not be stressed anymore because i can see that my physical paper is over right but you know if i have anxiety so whenever any kind of exams i go through i will always feel anxious whether the exam is done or it is about to happen acha okay so anxiety is something mm-hmm. uh it is about the worries you know we have excessive worrying we have fears and it is about something that has not happened in reality okay that does not even exist and we get anxious about just think uh, thinking over that thought okay yeah so this is what about anxiety is so stress is uh, basically something like for example a uh, very good example of uh, exams like if i am if i am having an exam let's say i am i'm scared of maths here yeah. so i mean if if i have a maths exam tomorrow hmm. i'll be sweating like hell okay <laughs> before the exam hmm. so uh, that comes under stress or does it come under anxiety that comes under anxiety because you just said that i'm scared hmm. which is fear okay so when you have some kind of fear about something which is not again happened in reality mm-hmm. and you have having trouble because you're sweating mm-hmm. so these are again there are another set of symptoms for uh, anxiety as well mm-hmm. so there is muscle tension and again difficulty in concentrating and sweaty palms or it could be dry throat okay and you could just uh, your face could become pale mm-hmm. so these are the things that uh, when we talk about anxiety and so anxiety is something which is long term or uh, is it also a short term uh, problem so it's both mm-hmm. it could be short term and long term as well but uh, if it is affecting with our day to day functioning mm-hmm. right and if we have trouble in every basic things that we do in our lives 
for example i have i feel anxious about exams mm-hmm. but uh, exams are no more uh, in the next one month i see i don't have any exams okay but still just the thought of it for example i have a test mm-hmm. and it's very similar to exam for me so just thinking about that oh my god next month i'm going to have a test because of that i can feel anxious right hmm so it depends if it is affecting in day to day life for example for a month i've only been thinking about it and you know and it's affecting my friendship life it it's affecting my other subjects as well mm-hmm. i'm not able to perform i'm not able to eat so and so that is the time it could affect in long term and what are the early signs you know of uh, stress and anxiety that generally uh, can be seen in kids early signs would be sudden change in the behavioral patterns mm-hmm. for example now we know that children are at her, are at home parents are also at home and if parents uh, observe and they see that the child previously was very cheerful and used to jump around all the time but all of a sudden the child has become very quiet aloof and you know not being a part of the family discussions mm-hmm. so that is one of the signs that we need to be careful as parents they need to be careful that this could be the signs of stress or anxiety okay yeah then there are other signs as well such as eating or sleeping habits mm-hmm. so you know there is a possibility that once we don't feel like eating or we skip our meals or we are not able to sleep properly but if these if these things happen quite often and you know we are not able to we are just skipping meals we as in the children are skipping meals mm-hmm. or they are having nightmares or uh, they are unable to or they tend to overeat right or they eat less mm-hmm. so in this case uh, parents need to keep a track of their sleeping or eating habits and if they see any drastic changes so that is the time parents need to be careful that this could be one of the signs that child is getting affected through stress or uh, being anxious true true yeah yeah so then there are other signs as well you know a lot of times uh, we have heard this and we have also seen that i'm eating everything i'm eating a normal food mm-hmm. right and i'm not eating anything from out and i have not been exposed to unhealthy environment then also i am falling sick again and again okay my stomach mm-hmm. is paining or i'm having frequent headaches mm-hmm. and my stomach is creating a problem for me so this is also one of the signs that the child can be stressed or anxious about certain things that means the child is getting sick more often right right true yeah and then there is emotional burst out mm-hmm. which means you know the child has started throwing lot of mood swings frequent mood swings or there is uh, throwing tantrums or being very physical you know physically aggressive hitting all the time the child is found hitting so these are one of the uh, signs that we need to be careful and we need to watch out and how relevant are these uh, in kids i mean uh, because see most of the uh, problems that we are discussing uh, parents might feel that oh you know uh, this kind of problems my child often goes through hmm. so they might uh, ignore these kind of problem like for example being aggressive hmm. like um, uh, you know a lot of uh, parents they feel that oh you know their kid is small so he's just you know being aggressive with uh, uh, the other child in the house uh, his brother or uh, sister so they might ignore that so uh, how relevant uh, is this uh, in the kids so what happens is when uh, we need to observe with our own child's behavior mm-hmm. for example if if the child doesn't resort to 
hitting the younger sibling mm-hmm. but all of a sudden if you see the behavioral change and i'm not talking about say two days or three days but it's say it hap- it's happening for two to three weeks yeah so that is the time it's about concern and we need to take the appropriate measures true yeah i mean i guess that's the key uh, you know to uh, observe them at least for a week or so yes and if uh, this kind of a behavior uh, is being replicated uh, every day and you see that uh, there's a there's a drastic change in the kind of uh, behavior that they are putting out and um, you know it, it can be the being aggressive or falling sick again and again uh, appetite issues sleeping issues Uh, so yeah i mean uh, well say, uh, you know rightly said that uh, these can be early signs of uh, stress and anxiety uh, but again uh, like i asked earlier uh, there can be a lot of uh, you know misconceptions in people's mind and uh, there there's a lot of myth also going around uh, stress and anxiety uh, why don't you help us burst a few myths so starting with the myth as in so there is very popular statement mm-hmm. right about this about stress that stress is same from everyone and if you go and you know tell your friend suppose i have a friend who is in 9th standard and i am in 8th standard mm-hmm. so i go and tell my friend you know i've been really stressed about something then if we go and tell our parents about it so parents would be like it's fine it's okay i'm not uh, you know targeting any parents but just on my observation i'm saying it so it, they would just end up saying it's okay just chill out stress is same for everyone so i want to say that stress is not same for everyone there is a higher possibility that one child can have stress about being home all day and the other child at the same time can feel very happy about it true yeah yeah and uh, other example would be suppose one in the classroom also we have seen that you know one child is given that sit down over here and you have to complete the work so that child again oh my god i have to sit here and do my work this is so stressful i just want to go out i can't sit here and for the other child on the other hand it could be you have to go out and you know do some submissions but that child would prefer to sit in the class at one place yeah so what i'm trying to say here is for someone sitting at one place would be stressful whereas for the other persons you know roaming around and walking that situation could be stressful true true and we have seen this uh, in especially in indian families you know typical indian families where uh, uh, parents sometimes feel that uh, if you know this is not happening to the neighbor's kid <laughs> then why is it happening to my kid yes. so they'll they'll feel that uh you know you don't have to worry about it why are you feeling this way you know look at him he is not feeling that way look at his marks he is getting that much why aren't you getting it look at his child you know he plays cricket why don't you go out and play cricket so i guess um, this is also one of the um, uh, you know mentality issue with our fa- families uh, that uh, they don't consider the um, uniqueness of uh, each child you know and uh, so you are exactly on point yeah so stress again Uh, i believe you know is rightly said that it's unique for everyone so every parent should actually uh, keep a closer eye as to what exactly is going on in their child's mind and try to figure it out rather than uh, just putting it in a journal bucket and saying that oh you know it'll be all right don't worry about it you know the other child uh, the other kids are doing this why don't you do that try this try that so a lot of experimentation needs to be stopped Yes, because at the end of the day, stress is not same for for everyone. True. Yeah, and there was another thing that I could think of, which is 
and i have seen a lot by myself and as well as it is done in school settings or it is done uh, within the home environment that you know when we are at social gatherings when children have to meet someone mm. say the extended family members or they are going out with their friends so for some people i've seen that meeting friends uh, or making friends could be difficult yeah. but for some of us it could be very easy true so that's how the comparison comparison starts that see your brother is so that was that you you know your brother can go and talk to him why can't you go and talk to him so well said that stress is not same for everyone and the conversation that we are using that also needs to be taken care true, of true true yeah yeah so another thing is that uh, we have heard that stress is always bad for you do you agree with this statement i would like to ask you uh stress is bad uh, i guess in few situations yes okay in few situations all right so stress is not bad to a certain extent mm-hmm. because uh, there is something known as u stress which helps us to perform better and it produces positive feelings of excitement or well being okay so for example uh if students did not have exams right would they actually be sitting at home and studying i don't think so <laughs> nobody exactly. would be studying <laughs> no one i think 0.1% out of children would be but 99.99 i can say with confidence that if no exams we wouldn't be studying true so because we know that there are exams we tend to study so that can be a little stressful situations but again it helps us to perform better because we have something uh in life that we have to look forward to yeah so in this case stress is actually helping us to study and getting us good marks and being little more knowledgeable true yeah so another thing is that stress is everywhere and you can't do anything about it yeah i agree with today's situation we feel that lot of things are stressful and i have nothing to do what do i do about it i'm so helpless so i would like to say please don't become overwhelmed by it right there are a lot of things that we can do because we know stress is everywhere so how you can help yourself is by prioritizing our work by making plans and by making short goals true if the long term goals are not achievable we always make goals you know we have heard ki goals banane se koi farak nahi padta humne bahut goals banaye hain nahi kuch achieve hi nahi ho pata yeah yeah true so i would say stick to the long term goals mm-hmm. but try to make short goals out of it a one day goal and then you know once it's achievable you will feel very good about it and that's how you will not be overwhelmed by all the stressful situations uh, around you yeah that's true yeah and lastly is that no symptoms no stress lot of time what happens is as i mentioned at the start that uh, you know if i'm having digestive issues or i'm not able to concentrate so these are some of the signs that we feel that we are under stress but if we can't see any physical symptoms of stress it doesn't mean we don't experience stress right so there can be other mental signs such as you know as i discussed right now that feeling overwhelmed yeah everything is very very haphazard we have uh, we have heard that i can't do anything i'm not able to concentrate there are there is so much to study there are so many notes which one should i start with first i'm just not able to decide unable to focus so these are also small signs that we need to take care uh, 
when we are looking out for stressful situations yeah true i mean uh, you know there are uh, so many times when uh, you don't actually feel these kind of symptoms uh, you you may not uh, observe them or feel uh, you know these symptoms but uh, you you would still go under stress and um, you know so it's important that uh, people understand that these kind of myths which are going around especially you know if you don't have symptoms then you don't have stress and uh, stress is always bad i mean yes uh, in few cases it is yeah. but then again if you don't uh, like like you gave an example of exams like it's important that sometimes you feel that uh, required uh, you know attention to a particular task uh you know so uh, it's advisable for people to uh, you know whenever you are under uh, pressure I, i would say that's that's more of a pressure a pressured situation rather than stress so uh, don't lean towards stress but rather understand what is the importance of that particular uh, problem in hand and try to solve it in a more productive manner mm. i guess th- that's a, a you know better way to uh, approach uh, these kind of things absolutely what what a, what about uh, anxiety what are a few myths uh, that are going on around anxiety so uh, for example if again say my younger sibling is getting anxious mm-hmm. because uh, i would that younger would sibling would be like oh i have to beat my girlfriend i'm getting very anxious what do i do about it yeah right so the other one would say just wait it will pass everything will be fine mm. this is the most irritating statement that i have ever heard yeah true yeah anxiety is something that cannot be passed because it again works on emotions so this is one of the myth then secondly is you know anxiety is very trendy because this is like a new term new word so people think oh you're getting anxious this is your way of getting attention but that's not it someone with anxiety may have physical symptoms like you know breathing and stomach and muscle muscle tensions but we need to understand anxiety in some is something that works more on the thought processes right yeah so you know for people who are anxious like i just give the example right now that i have to for for a child that person has to go and meet his girlfriend hmm okay so the person can feel anxious about it uh, five days before i don't know if it has happened with you before any time that you had to meet someone whom you love or attractions or like and if it doesn't happen in the right way we start getting irritated about it and there is some form of excessive worry in our head which which you know which is that inside and it leads to making lot of uh, negative thoughts which leads to overthinking yeah true so this was one of the thing about anxiety and very important i think lot of us can relate with this that social anxiety is the same as uh, being shy so shy is you know when we are feeling shy mm-hmm. or we are shy as people or we have a personality such it's just that we are feeling slightly uncomfortable in social situations mm-hmm. but people with social anxiety they are preoccupied with fear that means they just have a fear in their thought that you know they will embarrass themselves or whenever they go to a social situation so that's how they avoid uh, going to the social situations because they experience extreme anxiety or certain kind of panic mm-hmm. within their thought patterns yeah a lot of people they feel that if somebody is not being social 
then uh, they just tag them as a introvert or someone who is like very shy yeah. but uh, it may not be the case yeah that's that's actually a big myth you know a lot of people they think that way that people who don't go out don't go to parties or don't uh, you know socialize with a lot of people they feel that they are just shy or introvert but uh, that's a, that there's a big problem inside that yeah it could be social anxiety as well true true so yes and uh, lastly i would like to say the statement loud all i need is a little cocktail or some pot to get through this hmm. so what happens is whenever we are anxious we are just like if i get if i get a chance to have little bit of drink any cocktail or mocktail i'll be fine with that but what happens is and i'm not denying that it doesn't it it actually makes one person feel less anxious but only for a temporary point of time yeah but in return it actually increases the risk of lung disease heart attack or again you could become addicted to alcohol or unhealthy behaviors basically true true i mean yeah these are uh, these are just you know uh, uh, things that you just try to hide yourself behind yes. you know and these are very short short term uh, you know thought of uh, solutions these are not the solutions uh, so i mean uh, of course people who uh, consume alcohol to some extent is fine but then once you start over abusing it just for the sake of uh, you know putting it out that okay i'm feeling anxious so i'll have some drink or i'm feeling anxious i'll smoke a pot so that's uh, that is something which actually in turn will uh, make you addicted to that substance and later later on you know you will be in a situation where if you don't get that uh, substance then you will be uh, stressed out and uh, you might feel anxious yeah very true it would be just uh, backfiring you again true 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 yeah so you know uh, coming to the point of uh, kids uh, what sort of situations uh, lead to stress and anxiety in them i would like to say that if we are talking about say uh, kids there could be peer pressure mm-hmm. right that that is the situation when they feel really stressful and you know there is something that they don't wish to do right but because yours are forcing me and they want to become cool or they want to become that you know i am so i want to look cool and i want to be recognized by my peers at a school level or at tuition uh-huh. or doing something which they, which they don't actually agree with their own conscious mm-hmm. so that again uh, can be a stressful situation for the child but it becomes very difficult for them to come up and talk about it because for them their problem is actually the biggest problem true but yeah. if they go and confront about it that you know i need this gadget or i have to use certain things i need to be on social media platform because you know my friends are making fun that you being so cool and you being like this and you are not there on social media so just to prove to our friends we have to be in a certain way but again in this kind of situations parent might not understand but it's again a very big problem for children because it makes them really stressful true true yeah and then there are other things relationships mm-hmm. because you know what i have observed out of my personal experience also in earlier times i would say 5 years down the line it was in 10th grade or in 11th grade that uh, people the students used to come into relationships yeah but now it's 6th or 7th standards trust me 
by the uh, by the time they are in fourth fifth and sixth they understand what is attraction they understands the bodily changes what's to what you know girls and boys go through and by seventh they start forming into one true yeah i mean and and also uh, i believe you know when it comes to uh, relationships it's it's also the friend circle uh, you know which gets involved in a lot of uh, stress and anxiety related issues uh, when when you have problems like you have relationship problems within the friend circle i guess that also creates a lot of uh, stress and uh, anxious moments in a child yes because again friendship is at a toss and that point of time they think that friends are the best uh you know uh, siblings or best friends and they can go out to any extent for their friendship true true so that can also cause stress mm-hmm. then uh there is something known as body shaming mm-hmm. right body shaming it usually starts uh, at the age of 12 or 13 right right when the bodily changes starts taking place for boys it's different for girls is different right uh, girls it could be uh, say you know acne and for males as well yeah yeah and it could be the growth of private parts etc so at this time what happens is because they're surrounded by their friends their best friends also can start making fun of them true 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 if they are not very comfortable with their own body type or with their own body shape yeah or in case they are comfortable but the people around them make sure that they become uncomfortable yeah true so at the end result they are just not happy with how they are yeah i mean uh, and especially you know body shaming uh, there was one celebrity who also came out a uh, couple of days back i i'm not remembering her name but she also uh, spoke on social media about you know a lot of people uh, they started calling her hot when she was in school and uh, because of and that you know stayed in her mind for a long time when uh, because of her body features uh, she was called in a certain way so i believe you know body shaming something when uh, people do it at that moment it uh, looks cool or it looks funny but uh, for someone who is going through that emotions who is going going through that problem if you call them uh, you know call them fat or you call them skinny or you know uh, you call them in a certain way uh, you know in which yeah, they look yeah it stays with them it stays uh, somewhere in the back of their mind in their subconscious it stays for them with them for a long time and uh, you know this may also uh, you know lead to uh, mental illness definitely i have a i have a example with this mm-hmm. so i remember one of my friend came to me and told me that before i think oh, it's been 10 to 15 years mm-hmm. so that in her school time she used to address people as moti mm-hmm. that's a very i think cute word lot of us and end up saying that but we don't realize the repercussions for it so she started addressing her very close friend as moti and you won't believe what happened when she started working so after 10 12 years she got a mail from her friend that today i have the courage to tell you the way you used to address me as moti it's still there in my head and i am not able to live with this so imagine just one word how to what level it can affect a person's well being true true i mean this this happens with a lot of people you know uh, like you know you said about peer pressure and the friend circle you know we sometimes don't realize uh that we are actually uh, creating this dent in someone's mind uh, about their own body you know and it's something that uh, people go through every day and uh, they don't realize it whether whether it's in school or at home 
and then uh, after a few years you know you feel this kind of a thing coming out and people then just lash out uh, you know on social media or uh, in the groups or individually so i guess yes body shaming needs to stop uh, at some point because you need to also understand that the kind of energy that you put out is very negative exactly and it's going to come back to us later in any form true true uh, so yeah. uh, bhumika why don't you give a few tips to parents uh, you know to resolve these kind of issues uh, at home uh, especially like a do's and don'ts that they can do in order to manage stress and anxiety uh, you know positively with their kids so i would like to because pandemic is the current situation that's going on right now and it's yeah. actually affecting a lot of parents and children out there so first thing is uh, as i spoke earlier about the early signs right mm-hmm. so it's going to be in line with that now firstly there are a lot of children who get anxious when they're reading the news you know what's going down oh my god so many deaths is my friend okay mm-hmm. and they have lot lot of thoughts inside their head and yeah. they get anxious about it when they are reading all such kind of news so we need to make sure as in the parents need to make sure and uh, that they are giving the true information yeah they are they need to tell the their own children you know what's happening in the real world and do not try to mask any information because the more we try to mask the more we try to hide the more we you know try not to tell the truth it might lead to more anxiety within them yeah that is true and we can do this by uh, showing a positive side of the whole situation you know uh, this whole pandemic you know there was less of traffic there were yeah. a lot of positive things also that came out family spending more time together okay then the wildlife sanctuaries at a better place etc so there were a lot of things so parents can talk about the news the current scenario that's happening and bring out the positive side out of it true yeah then uh, secondly we need to make sure that parents need to actually make sure that they allow their children to stay connected with their friends their extended families mm-hmm. and do not you know restrict or lay any kind of rules and uh, make sure that the uh, communication is happening at the right point of time because the more we try to stop and the more we try to make rules for our children that you know do not talk to your friends do not do this do not do that again it will lead to more of anxiety within the child yeah true true yeah. because we need to understand when they were in school for the four, uh, for 8 hours they go to school and they come back and they go for tuitions so imagine the amount of time we the children spend with their friends yeah and when they are back home and we just tell them that you know more than 15 minutes you can't talk so parents need to be sure that do not put such kind of restrictions for their children true true then there is something known as academic freedom mm-hmm. which means do not pressurize your child uh, academically right i would say i'm not saying that you know you should not look what your child is doing what the child is studying no because children needs to be monitored right yeah so to monitor their academic progress but at the same time you know give them a free hand and uh, engage allow them to engage in activities that actually is a interest factor of them true yeah, yeah. they can do more of a practical stuff at home you know it is in science is taught what is condensation or gardening or the the scientific concepts it could be very well done at home as well 
no that is that is uh, you know well said because uh, i have a friend uh, who has a daughter a young daughter and uh, the one good thing that he is doing currently uh, at home is that uh, all his uh, you know his daughter's uh, assignments so basically the schools are now running uh, through their online uh, medium yeah. so they give a lot of uh, homework right so these kind of homeworks what he does is he uh, um, you know uh, converts them into small assignments which are like very practical so they'll make some sort of a, a game out of it or they'll make some uh, they'll create some activity that they can do together uh, in order to you know complete that homework that was given so i guess that's a, a very good way of uh, engaging your kids in uh, activities you know that 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 won't bore them and uh, at the end of the day we'll make sure that the homework is also done yeah so the learning is also fun yeah and true. children don't have any problem studying at home true and those theoretical uh, work that they were doing right it it gets converted into a more practical and fun learning experience so i believe uh, you know these kind of activities if more and more parents can adopt uh, of course it takes a bit of effort from your end also because you'll have to leave your work and then engage with your kids but i guess this is right uh, for them as well as for you to you know get out of that uh, monotonous life and do something which is new and uh, refreshing yeah because pe- the parents and children they have to make a combined effort yeah true then there's a, there's another thing me time for children mm-hmm. i would say your parents should give their regular do's and don'ts but we need to make sure that they give with with little flexibility yeah and let the children learn and experience by taking their own time true true as we as you also you know explained with one of the example that your friend is doing currently so i guess that's the best way because the child is also given the freedom yeah. the child is also given the experience mm-hmm. and uh, the child has a free thought process true yeah so the child is making mistakes and learning at the same time and we also need to make sure that parents if they are making making mistakes if children are making mistakes parents shouldn't shout at them yeah true you know otherwise what's going to happen they, when they make mistakes the parents are shouting they they will not be taking any kind of risk or they won't be experimenting they wouldn't think out of their box true true yeah so that's also something that is very very important that parents need to take care of and uh, other things would be you know encourage your child to talk more about their emotions and feelings mm-hmm. that's one of the thing if uh, if we see that you know the, you can see a sudden change in their behavior as you mentioned in the early signs yeah yeah or if we see that there are emotional outbursts or you know th- throwing tantrums so the parent can always go and encourage the child that you know what's wrong talk to us we please consider us as your friend and it's going to be very very private it's just between going to be you and me you can talk to me about anything so all the time children might not be in a position to just go and open up what their feelings are parents from their end will have to put a little extra effort in order to make sure that the child comes and open up their feelings true true it's really important because uh, you know if you become like a hitler and uh, you are always on top of your child that you know okay tell me what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong your child is going to uh, you know suppress all these feelings and all these problems inside yes. and uh, you know for a long time that child would feel uh, some sort of a problem and they will always be um, you know conscious about what to say and what not to say so uh, you know it's always good uh, like you said to uh, reach out to your children in a friendly manner 
and also give them space so that uh, you don't uh, you know get on top of their head and keep asking for the explanations or uh, ask them to you know reveal whatever it is give them time ask them and be more friendly because at the end of the day you know you both are locked in the same house for, for 24 hours so you need to make sure that uh, the communication is more friendly rather than you know a parent and a child conversation true and there's one more thing that you know if parents feel that they have uh, overreacted with their child mm-hmm. or they were shouting at their child for no reason mm-hmm. there is no harm of going and op- uh, you know feeling sorry about it they can always go and apologize to their child that i'm sorry for what i did the way i reacted and i will make sure that i will not do it next time yeah yeah and this in this kind of situations parents take it for granted acha mera bachcha hai na samajh jayega samajh jayega par aap jab tak nahi samjhaoge ho sakta hai wo nahi samjhe true true so i guess communication is the key for all the happy outcomes yeah that is that is rightly said you know uh, unless you communicate in the right way uh, with your child the child will never be able to open up uh, freely and uh, at the end of the day that's the whole exercise all about you want the child to be free you want the child to be uh, emotionally open to you so that you can always you know uh, catch these early signs of stress and anxiety in your child and help them in whatever way you can but i believe um, bhumika that uh, you know this time this this uh, lockdown period and this unlock we are already in the fourth month of this whole situation yeah. uh, parents must be uh, you know themselves going through a lot of issues with this whole work from home situation happening yeah. so what is what is uh, something that parents can do uh, especially when they are working from home so i have very specific suggestion over here mm-hmm. that they can actually inculcate in their day to day activities or life mm-hmm. which is when parents are around you know children will have a natural way of expecting some kind of attention right for uh, children they used to go to school they used to come back mother or father whoever mm-hmm. would be very happy and would greet them very nicely how was your day did you have your tiffin and you know talking to them asking about them how their day was yeah and then father or mother coming home by the end of the day asking everything did you do your homework so we used to keep our check time on time to time true true but during lockdown if the child is there 24/7 with me or within the same surrounding it doesn't mean you will not ask the child or you will not pay attention or you will reduce the amount of paying attention you used to do before mm mm-hmm. So I would say, please give attention to your child. That's what they need. That's what they want, and nothing else beyond that. And obviously, in a positive way. And also, you know, uh, because children they don't understand what conferences are. They don't understand that I have video calls going on. I have a meeting online. They don't understand all of this. Yeah. So for them, it's how it was before. They think, "Acha, mere papa phone pe lagta hai friend se baat karunge." Meri mama phone pe acha ho sakta hai bahut time se baat nahi hogi baat kar rahenge. True. so that what it is for them so we need to make them understand what it is and if in the middle of a video call or a conference or a meeting if the children if you know child is approaching you you can always uh, you know just say hi mute for a second just ask them how are you and smile yeah trust me child will not disturb you for more than a minute it's it's actually important that uh, you know uh, especially uh, if you have a young child at home uh they they don't understand what a video conference is so of course if you're working uh, uh, at home and you have a few video calls happening or some sort of a work which is happening with your team uh one way to do is that make sure that your room is locked uh, 
uh, and you can always lock your room or if you have a study make sure that you know you lock your study and even though uh, let's say you know your child walks in uh, it's always good to um, you know just smile yeah and uh, i believe that everyone on the video call would understand because everyone themselves are at home so even if even if you uh, if you want you can always ask your kid to say hi to everyone on the video call and uh, you know uh, intru- <laughs> introduce uh, yeah introduce your child to everyone on the video call you know say hi he is my child blah 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 and just have a good laugh about it and then your child will also be happy he'll he'll understand that okay you know dad was doing something and okay fine he introduced me to his friends and now i'll go out and let him do his work so yes it's it's more about being uh, positive and, and you know the other scenario is if the child walks in and you you know just look at him in a very uh, angry manner and you shout out that go out don't uh, how did you enter the room and all those things this might give a very negative impact uh, on the yes. child's mind because he, he he doesn't understand what happened because he yes. just he just yes. walked in the room and you shouted at him for no reason right to him it was mm. it was for no reason so uh, so it's important that the kind of behavior that you put out at home uh, will also stay with the child for a long time so your they are basically mimicking you right uh, a child mimics a parent so at the end of the day if, if you uh, behave in a certain manner your child child is going to replicate that uh, in his own behavior yeah and it's going to happen because they're actually that's very natural whatever you do your child is learns the most by observing true true that is so, true yes so uh, uh, you know uh, when we talk about uh, kids um, are there uh, any difference in stress level uh, among kids and as compared to teenagers so when we talk about the levels of stress uh, it's again as i have talk, spoke i spoke about myth that you know mm, stress mm. is not same for everyone yeah. so in this scenario also there is a higher possibility that for a kid if you are talking about a kid mm-hmm. it can be say 4 to 11 or 12 and then 12 to 19 so it would be teens so there is possibility that kid is facing higher levels of stress as compared to a teen okay interesting depending mm-hmm. on what kind of situation it is and it is very much possible that teens are going through lower levels of stress as compared to the kids okay so there is no defined statement that you know kids suffer higher level of stress and teens don't or vice versa it it actually depends how children take in and how well are they able to cope up with that true true yeah and the situation for kids that i have not discussed before is you know due to what situations could kids could face uh, be stressed or be mm-hmm. anxious about mm-hmm. which is arrival of a new sibling yeah i don't know if you have observed i have seen that uh, whenever we have the other sibling sibling the attention or the time or the effort that we used to give on the first first one it, we don't do it uh, you know consciously it happens at a very unconscious level yeah yeah so because of that the child the elder one might start feeling acha mummy papa mujhe dhyan hi nahi de rahe de rahe hain mere attention hi nahi pay kar rahe hain they are not buying me the toys that are they are not making me eat yeah so yeah. that be stressful for a very young child and that child even doesn't know what's going in in his in his or her head true true 
because he was he was the only child in the house earlier you know and he was getting yeah. all the attention and suddenly now a new child comes into place and the whole attention of the family is now divided uh, so uh, it's really uh, you know difficult for him to uh, understand what's exactly is happening so what he feels is that the you know the the sibling the new sibling is actually uh, like a rival to him and uh, uh, you know he needs to then he starts doing things which uh, uh, you know to gain attention get attention yeah yeah true true hmm so that's one of the thing and i think there are there is one point that agrees at uh, you know that similar at both the levels to kids and teens as well so for kids it's not very much of social media it's more of a video game yeah true and i have also observed that very young ones they have actually they don't eat without any kind of videos or they yeah. do not eat when a mobile or a laptop or a tab or mm. an ipad is not even in front of them true true so that is something i would love to tell parents because it's not that you're doing anything wrong currently but you will definitely see the behavioral changes very soon in your child we know that parents do not have any they are not doing with a wrong intention and they don't even wish to but you know we are so not aware and later it will definitely come back to us that so be true. very careful for parents do not give your child because in earlier times also it wasn't such that you know ki bachche ko tv ke samne hi khana khilana hai you can mm. just play with the child you just need to keep the child entertained right right so do not give gadgets at a very early age to the children true true yeah so there is another thing for teens it's social media mm mm-hmm. uh because of social media also stress levels have become really high these days yeah you know because there is something known as real life and real life in case the child is not pre- happy from inside true, true. there is a high possibility that the child might just click a selfie and have a very smiley and happy face just to show to the world true and that's more of like a fomo syndrome that uh, a lot of teenagers are going yes. through yes very true so that actually releases next level of you know stress hormones true 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 so uh, now coming uh, to a very important uh, section of our discussion uh, which is uh, on uh, exams and the pressure the kind of uh, you know uh, situation that we are in a lot of parents and uh, children they are actually confused and uh, they don't understand what's going to happen because schools are shut down Uh, there is no um, you know circular on when they are going to reopen um, in fact uh, yesterday only or i believe to, today morning uh, uh, cbse ha- had announced that uh, you know a uh, lot of uh, the syllabus has been cut down uh, for exams up to 30% of syllabus has been cut down, uh, cut down i i guess it was a couple of days back that they announced so uh, you know pa- parents and uh, students have this uh, sort of a pressure in their mind uh, when it comes to the exams not happening and what about the future of their child so uh, wh- why don't you give a few tips uh, for students to stay calm during these uh, testing times so we know that obviously these are very difficult times mm-hmm. and there are actually two ways to look for it i'm not saying that children or the child or the parent has to be all the time very positive yeah. and look for a positive situation that's not going to happen we are humans after all 
and it's completely fine to feel negative it's completely fine to feel uncertain and it's completely fine and it's completely okay to be anxious about what's happening true but true. first step is that we are addressing that okay i am anxious i am getting scared and accept it however you are feeling so because once you accept those kind of thoughts and emotions and feelings it's going to be easier for a person for the child or the parent to cope up what's coming next true now yeah so coping up uh, would be so that there's a lot of you know a lot of tips around it very important ones i would like to mention is setting up goals yeah and you know lot of or our audience might think ki ye to bahut sune hue ye to har koi bolta hai hmm. you know these are the tips because whatever you search everything is available online but i want to tell you in detail how you actually go about it yeah yeah so when we talk about setting up goals it's just not that we write the goals and we think that we need to achieve this mm-hmm. no we need to write the goal we need to write it very clearly and we need to paste it somewhere where it's visible from our eyes then when we are talking about goals we need to if we have written for example five goals mm-hmm. so we for all the five goals there has to be a plan of action right for each one of them okay and then we need to visualize that we have achieved those goals and celebrate them true so once we do that again it releases some kind of hormones because if we feel happy about it ki acha hamare goals achieve ho gaye and again it's all in our head currently true yeah so visualizing plays a very important role and then celebrating about it true true so that's one way of setting up goals then set a routine Okay, so setting up a routine wouldn't mean that you are just setting routine for your studies. I want you to set routine for recreational time, for your family time, for yourself, and for studies as well, which is again important. And any other, you know, extracurricular activities that you wish to do. True. So even you will feel good about yourself that it's not only studies that I'm sticking to. I'm also getting a chance to speak to my friend. So you can write in that routine. so when we are visually looking at my routine it will not look boring to us on the other hand pata chala sirf 2 hours padhai ke liye diye <laughs> and the other remaining 7 to 8 hours for everything so <laughs> the child will be actually true. motivated it's going to be more reverse child will be motivated to follow that 2 hours of study true true i remember uh, when when we were kids you know um, uh, uh, our dad used to uh, ask us to make a ut- uh, routine right so we used to make a routine uh, the, for the whole day so he would ask us that uh, right from waking up till going to sleep make a routine and follow that for a week and then you'll get a reward okay so uh, we used to <laughs> so this this situation that you said right exactly that's what we did you know we what we did was we made like a 2 or 3 hour uh, planner for work so for studies and uh, for rest of those 8 uh, 10 hours were all about you know either we are sleeping either we are eating we are going out and playing we are doing some something or the other so uh, mm-hmm. but but i guess this is a very good uh, practice of uh, creating a routine because uh, if you can teach this to your child early on uh, then somewhere or the other you know even though the child may not follow that routine to a 100% in the early days but somewhere or the other in his mind he will have um, this understanding that uh, you know why uh, setting up a routine is important and uh, sooner or later he would definitely follow that and you know get his uh, especially like his time management in place yeah but uh, coming back to you 
so how how did your dad react after seeing your routine where it included only two three hours of study <laughs> <laughs> oh god so first first uh, time when he saw that routine he was like what is this <laughs> where 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 is the study time in this yeah so i i gave you 24 hours out of 24 hours you're going to study two two hours so this specially used to happen during our summer uh, summer vacations so um, so he was like out of 24 hours you are just spending two hours studying okay add some more add some more so uh, we used to um, Uh, he used to make us, uh, you know, revise the whole planner again and again until uh, there's a substantial amount of, uh, you know, studies and homeworks and whatever. I mean, uh, as long as it's uh, somewhere in the range of four to five hours. Mm. So uh, that that is what he used to do. But uh, most of the times uh, he used to let it go also uh, because he was like, okay, at least they have put in studies inside the whole planner. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, for the whole twenty four hours, we would have been just playing around and you know doing something or the other. So that's what we need to make sure. Whatever routine we are setting up, it has to be flexible enough so that we can yeah, follow yeah. it end of the day. True. True. that is why he also uh, he had a uh, reward also right for the end of the week so if we would follow the planner to the t he would uh, reward us with something you know it can be like a new video game cassette and uh, or or maybe uh, you know a treat uh, like a you know ice cream or something like that so that kept us uh, uh, you know really motivated to follow the routine you just told my lines that's what i, I was going to say <laughs> next that you need to reward yourself because you feel very motivated and yeah video games so now it could be you know children are allowed to use two out not two hours i would say say 45 minutes on instagram <laughs> or use snapchat or whatever with social media yeah. the so that's one of the thing or talk to your friend or if they like to cook etc so they can just reward themselves whatever they like with and you are yeah definitely what you said motivated enough and you feel very you know good about yourself it's like a feeling good factor that yeah it's an ac- accomplishment right yes a sense of great accomplishment so it's very small but very big accomplishment for the child yeah yeah and we need to make sure the parents need to make sure that the child sleeps well ओके वी फील कि एग्जाम्स आ रहे हैं या फिर अभी ऐसा टाइम है अभी यू नो इन बिटवीन व्हाट हैपेंड वाज इट वाज सेड दैट बोर्ड एग्जाम्स आर गोइंग टू हैपन सो ऑल ऑफ अ सडन देयर वाज सम काइंड ऑफ क्योर्स एंड चिल्ड्रन वर गेटिंग रियली वरीड यू नो दे हैवन स्टडीड फॉर वन मंथ नाउ ऑल ऑफ अ सडन हाउ आर दे गोइंग टू स्टिक टू द टाइम टेबल सो दे वर प्रेशराइज्ड स्टडी फुल नाइट ट्राई टू स्टडी अर्ली इन द मॉर्निंग बट नो आई वुड लाइक टू से दैट्स नॉट अ वेरी हेल्दी वे ऑफ डूइंग इट the better you sleep you're actually giving your mind to relax and the mind in there you know when we are sleeping the mind is very much awake the mind is conscious yeah so till the time mind doesn't get proper time to rest we will not be able to give a uh, you know output nicely true Keeping true well, and this is hmm. this is one of the issue that i have seen with uh, you know kids uh, d- during these days uh, especially during the exam times what they would do is the last night they would study for the whole night yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't sleep yeah. and uh, i guess this is wrong and as parents also we should make sure that the child is sleeping early especially before the night of the exam yes because uh, you know whatever you uh, wanted to study you would have studied the whole year 
and the last uh, few days are just to revise and just to take that sort of a unnecessary pressure on yourself to uh, study that last night uh, for 18 hours i've i've seen students like literally studying for 18 20 hours uh, a day before the exam which is yeah. really really not not at all healthy not at all healthy it again gives us stresses and then we feel our stomach is not doing well headaches and we are not able to perform well and i have seen that in case if they know the whole matter and they remember all of the information but people the students do you know there is they just blank out when they are appearing yeah so that yeah yeah i have seen i have seen kids puking yeah before the exam i have seen them puking outside the exam center they are so nervous they are so under pressure because they didn't they didn't get a good rest the night before yes. and they were so much in stress they were so much worried about the exam that i'm seeing people like students literally falling and puking before the exam so yeah topic all together you know obviously it overlaps little over here but there's something known as exam fear hmm so we i think we'll have to have another podcast Uh, for talking about exam fear no no we'll definitely do that <laughs> we we need we need another uh, podcast specifically for uh, you know uh, exam pressure and uh, especially now since these exams are getting postponed again and again i guess students actually need to hear that especially their parents yes what about uh, what about parents like to be parents like people who are expecting kids uh what sort of anxiety and uh, pressure are they uh, stress are they going through so firstly i would like to say that uh, they need to feel that you know they're having a wonderful uh, body within themselves right mm-hmm. uh, one, they are giving they are giving birth at such uncertain times and they should be very proud of themselves yeah instead it's happening the other way around we are stressing more about it how it's going to happen because what happens is when we are fearful you know we focus our mind on something negative or something scary because of which we get more anxious true yeah so in this case what we need to do is we need to shift that focus by being more aware of our anxiety which means whenever uh you know in these kind of situations there is natural tendency that we are very much attracted to the negative thoughts mm-hmm. in our head okay so we need to make sure whenever we are anxious we should be aware of what thoughts we are getting anxious about so actually right. that can helps us that will help us in longer run to be to deal with in a positive way mm-hmm. yeah and one thing is that sometimes we are so stressed about being very stressed yeah that is also true that's very true and it, it so in this scenario what happens is it is more harmful for the mother as compared to the baby hmm so that's one of the stresses that's one of the you know thoughts that the parent might go through and another thing is that high stress during pregnancy time it can lead to premature birth mm-hmm. okay then poorer immune function depression and uh, there could be uh, heart related diseases and okay. slower cognitive development which mm-hmm. means slower cognitive development for the child that means the learning patterns the thought patterns and the functioning of the brain once mm-hmm. a child is there that could be affected okay mm. if the mother faces high amount of anxiety 
during pregnancy but i okay. would say completely fine to have feelings of you know frustration and isolation because this is the time when we need people around us we yeah. need our family but mm. because due to social distancing or lockdown or being quarantined i would like to say definitely it is social distancing but not isolation right yeah so there are other positive ways how others can be you know the mothers the father parents as a team together can be connected with each other with the family members yeah true true and uh, so how how do you resolve this you know can you share a few tips with us in order to resolve these kind of problems of uh, stress and anxiety especially for uh, you know parents who are expecting kids yeah so first thing is i would like to say pay attention to your own needs i'm not trying to be selfish here i'm not telling the parents that you know just think about yourself but as compared to the father the for the whole situation can be more stressful for the mother yeah right yeah so uh, the mother can always share the responsibility with their partner and the mother can just relax for a while just put the headphones on just call up your friend have a tea have a good warm bath and just feel good just so whatever the mother feels like doing yeah true and yeah so that could actually be less uh, stressful and the mother will feel happy about it and again the mother can get back to what the mother was doing previously true yeah and we can also make sure as parents that they can connect with their friends with their family with their acquaintances whoever through social media yeah because what happens is uh, when their set of friends who are also you know become, about to become parents when they share their own set of problems with others the uh, you know other people might also be sharing some sort of problems with them true yeah so what happens in this kind of situation is you actually get a insight for your own issues that you are facing so the more you talk about it we never know just by talking about it we are getting the solutions right away because we will feel you know i am not the only one who is going through with this there are a lot of people out there and when talking about it you will feel good and you will look you will definitely find solutions to your issues that one is facing that is true yeah so yeah and then uh, we can definitely the parents can exercise within their houses they can do the breathing exercises then they can enroll in virtual parental exercise now we know that everything is online right it's it's going to be uh, you know a smart decision to accept whatever it is instead of thinking you know i wish this couldn't have happened i mujhe exercise karne ka mauka milta i had such kind of uh, plans when i was uh, you know i was expecting a baby but the more we think about it again as i mentioned before we will feel more stressful and anxious true true so the better it is we accept the reality move on and look for the new ways that's coming in because that's the that's actually the new normal that is true yeah i mean uh, there are so many apps and uh, communities which are actually you know working together virtually uh, especially for uh, uh, paternal uh, exercises or uh, yoga classes so a lot of things you can do you know there are always alternatives to your uh, current situation and problems so uh, rightly said you know instead of just hoping that you know things uh, could have been a different uh, you know fashion uh, it's always good that uh, uh, you know do uh, you know better with what you have right now and try to find alternatives 
through this and being positive also i believe is uh, more important yes. uh, you know in order to calm yourself down yes very true the more we focus on the positive and you know think about the things that's going to make you calm it will make you feel good and uh, other thing is that try all the soothing tricks Mm-hmm. which means whatever is needed for the child the baby oils aroma the you know which gives actually good vibes yeah yeah and warming up and putting the child in you know swaddling the child etc so that can and you are actually being focused in the present true you are actually thinking what needs to be done now so that will help you not to think about it and at the same time we are not suppressing our thoughts because we are making alternative plans to to, to work on it true true that is true and as you mentioned that you know uh, with so much of everything virtual happening online so there are a lot of groups parents can get connected to and they can discuss their issues yeah i mean that's the best way to do it that's the best way because that's how you will feel calmer and you will feel that we need to move on however the situation is but uh, being positive about it right right and uh, you know of course uh, with all being said about uh, you know helping each other helping your kids and you know uh, trying to resolve these kind of uh, issues at home uh, you yeah. know when it comes to stress or anxiety uh, but i believe that uh, you know counseling uh, plays a m- important role when it comes to seeking professional help uh, in these scenarios uh so who is it for uh, when it comes to uh, you know counseling who needs counseling so um, firstly i would like to say it's not necessary that counseling is only meant for people who are mentally ill mm-hmm. because it's it's you know it's for acha ye pagal hai tabhi counselor ke paas jana hoga so that's not very true we shouldn't agree to this coming back to you know what when should we go for counseling or when do we think it's the time for therapy so if we feel if children feel or parents feel or parents feel about their children that you know they are not enjoying the th- things that they used to enjoy before right for example right. you are not liking what used to you what the child used to do before so that is the time that those are the signs when we feel that's like one of the sign when the parent can think about acha Uh, this is the time when we can actually take a child for counseling or for therapy right right if the child used to play badminton hmm you, the child used to love to play badminton or used to play say basketball or any or used to go for skating but it's just i'm I, again i'm saying it's not for a day that the child denied you know favorite activity or favorite point you know a point of entertainment that the child had and for continuously the child is denying for a week or so or two weeks or three weeks so that's the time the parents can think that the child might need therapy secondly it's not for the younger lords but uh, for the elder ones i would say if there is a increased use of substances mm-hmm. again i would like to talk about alcohol because at a very early age students have started or the young adults have started trying alcohol that there is you know no harm in trying let's try it out i would say 15 16 or 17 and if we see that the child is there is an increased amount of substances hmm. in any form alcohol smoking etc so that's the time that child might needs to go out to therapy and uh, thirdly it would be unhealthy behavior on social media which is i, I i'm very sure the parents it would be difficult for the parents to keep a track of it 
as to what kind what kind of stuff they are following or what are they watching online but you know we are always connected through our friends true yeah so in this case if the you know if we see that the child is uploading very not a very appropriate stuff online or sending messages online that he needs or she needs to seek help so that's the time through these signals we need to understand that a uh, therapy might be needed also which i discussed before getting sick when doctors say they are fine yeah yeah hmm yeah it, it this is something that i've actually seen uh, in the younger lots when they don't wish to go to school i have stomach ache and when they have any sort of test or anything going on in school or they feel that they are being bullied a lot of other schools you know things that happen at school level so if the ch- if uh, the child is f- falling sick again and again mm-hmm. but not as per the doctor so that is the time it's it's not a wise decision to go to the doctor again and again and get the test done there is no harm trust me in just going to the school counselor or a therapist and just asking as to everything is okay or no also there is isolation and helplessness okay so the child just prefers not to talk to anyone sudden change in the behavior and the child feels that there's nothing good for him or her having suicidal thoughts or the child thinks no one loves me and has lost interest in doing everything not able to do school work trying is trying the uh, you know level trying her or his level best to do the school work to be a part of the extracurricular mm-hmm. activities going around yeah. but mm. unable to do it so i think the, these are the signs where uh, or children who would need counseling but how do you break this taboo because uh, our indian society is still you know fixated in that uh, manner that they feel that if they take their uh, kid to a psychologist or a psychiatrist in that case uh, you know uh, people might uh, call their kid you know that he is mental and you know so how do you break this kind of a society uh, this social taboo so i would like to explain th- this uh, particular thing with an example mm-hmm. as at the very at the start i mentioned that you know uh, i believe that we need to take care of our mental health the way we take care of our physical health right so i just want all the audience out there to imagine this now if i am walking on the road right and i just fall down and i see that my knee is hurting okay and i have got a lot of blood on my elbow what is the first thing that i'm going to do so the first thing would be i would cry out for help true yeah and definitely the strangers they would be there to help me because that's blood that they are seeing and me as an individual or strangers for that matter or people if if they have known people if i have known people with me they would help they would take me to doctor or hospital and very you know the the steps are going to be very fast and if the doctor if doctor says that you need to get this test done i would get the required test done true yeah and we are taking these kind of you know uh, these decisions why because again physical health got getting hurt we are very scared what going to happen i hope it doesn't leave a mark on my knee mm. my elbow is right nothing has happened to my face so everything can be seen and we are being very careful about it right, coming right. to mental health it can't be seen you know if i'm crying for 3 days continuously or if i'm feeling very alone if i'm feeling very aloof and i feel uh, worthless so in these kind of situations i think it's okay 
but trust me it's not okay if you are feeling if you are having such kind of thoughts a person i'm not saying that you can't have and you are not allowed to have such kind of thoughts it's fine but with the uh, you know with the zest we take care uh, of our physical health i'm trying to make a point here we need to be very careful of our mental health as well and it is not something that people are going to judge out there true, true. again because people will again want to talk whatever they wish to talk yeah that is true so we can't always rely on what people are going to say and there's another thing so what i've seen is uh, if people are okay also to go to a therapist they feel acha wo mere bare mein kya sochenge pata nahi unko lagega ki meri problems kaisi hai you know these kind of thoughts they might have in their head true true so people who are coming to a therapist they need to understand that whenever therapist is listening to you firstly the therapist is listening with no judgment yeah because that's again i would like to say one of the ethics and we empathize with each and every kind of sentence that you say it loud so it's not that that we are going to create any kind of judgment in our head and again address the issues that one is facing true true so yeah i think if we consider these ways people might be little relaxed to and yeah i would say still in some areas more than therapy i really feel sad about it people are happy to go to the babas mm. right there's like achen baba ke paas chalte inke paas kuch tantra hoga inke paas kuch magic hoga they'll give something to wear in their hands i mean i just don't understand if you are feeling conscious to go to a therapist how can you make the judgment of going to someone who doesn't even have a professional degree or being trained in a particular field yeah that's superstition that that is one another big yeah. problem in our society that you know people feel that if you are going through some sort of a mental issue then you know mm-hmm. only a, a baba or a tantric can actually uh, fix you or you know help you out Uh, so it's actually really important that we understand what is uh, going on in our minds and if we don't have an answer to that we should definitely reach out to our friends and family and then try to connect to a professional yes and uh, coming coming to the point of connecting to a professional so how do you seek help how do you reach out to a professional what is what is the right way of reaching out to a professional like you so firstly uh, i would start with so there is some national emergency number that is being provided which is 112 for india and there are another set of you know organizations that provide confidential supports and counseling which is asara or vendravela foundation so these are the ones if people have no idea how to go about it and these are the helplines that's available the the helpline number that i just just mentioned above yeah and when reach out they are thinking mai kya bolu what should i say you know they'll just call up and they can just keep the phone so we also don't know as you know and i completely understand if i am also going through some mental health issue and if i feel i don't know what to talk to i can just call you up and i can just keep the phone because i would be so scared to even talk about it so in this kind of scenario i would say if you are facing any emotional distress that's the time you can call up and the other person who is listening to you that person as i mentioned before will listen to you with utmost empathy care and concern true true yeah and uh, you know what do we say that's also again a different scenario altogether okay i call up now what do i say how do i talk about it hmm, hmm. never filter your thoughts just say what you want to say 
True. That's something that I want to say because how you put it, that's kind of that's uh, kind of uh, you know uh, problem. The problem that you're addressing, you will get the solution in a similar way. The more you filter, the more you become, the more you think, oh my god, kind of a feeling. The similar kind of response a person would be getting. True. I mean, you need to be uh, you know completely without any filters. uh when you are sitting yes. in front of the counselor because at the end of the day you are there to uh, you know solve a problem that is going in your mind so unless and until mm. you open up your mind completely to the uh, professional he or she may not be able to understand the complete scenario of what is going wrong so it's always uh, advisable uh, for everyone listening to our show that you know if you have uh, any near or dear one who is going through some sort of a you know a mental issue or if you feel that you know they are stressed out or they are feeling anxious if you know anyone please reach out to a professional or you know before that reach out to them and try to you know understand what they are going through and uh, through uh, you know being a good friend and a family is what matters at this point in time because you guys are the first line of control for them right so you have to help them out you have to be the uh, one lis- uh, listening to their problems and then uh, you know it's always uh, advisable to reach out to a professional who can uh, you know understand uh, your problem in depth and uh, give you you know advice accordingly uh, so bhumika what's your uh, instagram id yeah okay so my instagram id is the desi therapist the desi underscore therapist that's where uh, whoever wants to reach to a mental health professional you all can reach out over there and you can always feel free to dm me or you can always leave in a mail as well true true and uh, guys uh, who uh, you know you you guys can reach out to bhumika uh, through her instagram through her email as well as her profile will also be available on sociallydesi.com uh, we would be providing all her details inside our website as well so uh, feel free to reach out to her uh, in any case uh, you know you feel uh, that you require any help you can all always reach out to sociallydesi as well if you want to connect with her directly uh, we would love to help you out uh, we are here to support you in uh, every way possible uh, and i would also like to uh, say this before we uh, end the episode uh, that uh, mental health is something really important for each and every one of us and it's uh, important that we take care of it during these uh, unprecedented times uh, because these are the two true testing times of our minds and unless and until we understand what's going on with us with our family members with our kids uh, you know we will not be able to uh, truly uh, you know help them succeed in their future so uh, with that i would uh, like to thank bhumika again for you know coming on to the show and throwing some really really hard bombs on uh, you know the myths and uh, giving like real good tips and uh, do's and don'ts for the families out there thank you so much anurag it was a pleasure to be a part of your episode and to be a part of uh, socially desi and sharing this platform with you so that wraps it up for today folks if you like the episode give it a big thumbs up share it with your friends and let's go viral remember our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth mental health relationships business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness we would love to have bhumika on our show again in future to discuss more about mental health and mental fitness so if you haven't yet done so hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content 
And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between.